Hi everyone, um, welcome back to I'm Still Growing. This actually marks our third episode and today we're going to talk about the hottest topic around. <laughs> um, dating in New York. Oh god. <laughs> so Megan, why don't we start a little bit and just talk about how it's been so far for the both of us because I think there's a lot of, you how know. How dating has been so Yeah. Far? Okay. In New York specifically. Okay. Um, <laughs> full disclosure, I told Mia I was, like, nervous for this episode because, like, I don't know what I'm going to say. I feel like this is, like, where we, like, reemphasize that this is not an advice podcast because yeah. I'm, like, out of all people, I should not be someone giving advice. No, but, on both ends. Yeah, on both totally. Ends. Um, oh, also, maybe this is a time to let our parents know to stop listening. <laughs> like, don't listen to this one. Don't listen to this unless you want to be weirdly close to us in yeah. strange ways. Um, I was, like, thinking... Um, so I moved to New York, like... I lived in New York for, like, five weeks before COVID happened. So, like, that time just, like, doesn't... It doesn't, like, feel like it counts. I also wasn't, like, going out. I had, like, no friends. So I wasn't, like, going out and, like, socializing. So my first introduction to living in New York, like, as, like, a 20-something, like, I was 20, was during, like, the pandemic. It was, like, yeah. fall 2020. So had I, like, had things been different, like, maybe my introduction to dating in New York would have, like, like been different if there wasn't a yeah. pandemic going on. Because it was, yeah. like, you just couldn't go anywhere, like, with anyone, like, with your friends or anything, like, when I think back to that time, it's so strange because I feel like we all adapted back so quickly. But it was like literally all you could do was like hang out in your apartment, maybe go like eat outside at a restaurant or like sit in the park or something. Like you couldn't go to bars. Like it was just so different. I think about that time. I'm like, what? What did we do? Like literally what did we fake. do? I, was I like, know. How did I, how did the time go by? I know. Like, it's crazy. I don't even know. So I feel like in that way, like it was kind of like a cheated intro yeah and like I mean I definitely have always like been on like dating apps since moving to New York but I think back then people just didn't I mean people don't take things seriously now really but back then it was like even more so because it's like yeah I'll just chat to this person because I'm like bored and lonely and no one can go anywhere but like are we actually gonna like meet up and do anything like probably not yeah um so I honestly just like never went on dates in New York and like at that time no one really was but then once things lifted a little bit I feel like my friends around me started doing that and mm -hmm. I just like was always like too scared I feel like I don't know like I was open to it fear. I know <laughs> it literally and, is and you know I'm gonna validate that fear because people are weird <laughs> out here people <laughs> are weird and like it was actually when I went abroad um to London last year I like I got to London and I didn't know anyone like I just went alone I hadn't met anyone in my program yet and so I the first few days I was there I was just like exploring the city by myself and I ended up going on a date with this guy like literally the third day I was there mm -hmm. and through an app or did you meet yeah through an okay. app no I didn't just like meet him on the street I don't know, I like, oh. <laughs> and like he was so shocked when I like admitted that I like would never go on dates in New York and I'm like if I'm being honest, I think I'm just, like, scared of men. And, like, that sounds super dramatic and serious, and mm -hmm. I don't really know if I mean it in that way. But, like, it was just, like, always very overwhelming to me and scary that I was, like, am I actually going to go, like, 
get a drink with like a stranger and like have to tell them about myself like it was yeah. and I'm not as scared of it now um I definitely feel like totally like more matured about it mm-hmm. now but it still is not something I do all the time to be fair there are a lot of horror stories out there oh so my like, god yeah. I was really scared for a while also yeah I mean when it comes to my introduction the first date I ever like I'm also like a very late bloomer and I'll, I'll touch on that mm, later okay. in the season <laughs> but um and not like puberty wise but like yeah. just in terms of like dating and like sexuality and like all that stuff yeah um but I went on my first date, like, my freshman year, maybe, like, a month in. And I met, the, I met I met the guy in class. Shout out to him if he ever <laughs> finds us. But, um, uh, so that was, like, my first. And then I went on, I went on a few dates. I went on, like, a few dates with, like, two people freshman year. And okay. then that was it. Okay. And they were, I wouldn't even, you know, it was COVID time. Like, I don't even know if I would, like, call them, like, I don't know. Well, again, it was just, like, a different reality that we were living in. Yeah, yeah. And then I never, ever touched the apps again. Mm -hmm. So all those people, besides the guy that you met in your class, you met on apps? Yeah, the two guys after him. Gotcha. Um, And nothing came from them. But that literally was all the dating I did in New York. And then... You, like, ripped the Band-Aid off, though, which is good. (laughs) Took me a really long time to rip that band-aid off. <laughs> yeah, well, then, like, the band-aid was off, but, like, I didn't do anything yeah. after that, you know? Yeah. So, then my sophomore year and the first half of my junior year, um, nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I didn't touch the apps. I was just, like, it was also, like, not a big concern for me. Like, I was just so focused on working on myself yeah like I went through like a uh I just did a lot of therapy for two years and that's kind of like all I really paid attention to yeah like yeah there were guys like here and there that would pop in and out but it wasn't like an effortful yeah you know thing and then this past uh January I had like a kind of like a a little bit of a mental breakdown Mm -hmm. not like a not anything concerning but I realized through it that I kind of had this anxiety around losing myself mm-hmm. in terms of other people. I think that's a big reason why I wasn't dating. Yeah. Was because I was always scared that <clears throat> if I was investing in someone else, then I would lose this great relationship yeah. that I finally have established with myself. Well, after I think all we the all also have those friends yeah. who do tend to do that. So it's like... I'm, if I had to imagine, like, you were, like, observing yeah, people I, doing that. I think we're there's so much talk about, like, you need to love yourself before you get into a relationship. Like, yeah. you, you know, don't, you know, it's all about you. Like, focus on your relationship with you. And I think I took that too literally, mm. as I'm sure many of us do. Yeah. I think I realized that, like, you know, just, even if you invest time in someone else, doesn't mean that you're gonna lose totally yourself there can be a balance there can be a balance and I also believe that you're gonna learn a lot about yourself yeah in relationship to someone else like through through like seeing yourself in the lens I do have to say though like I completely agree with that Mm -hmm. but I also think the fact that you took time 
to get to know yourself first is like important because I I don't know if like you do but I have friends who have like literally had boyfriends consistently since they were like 14 and I'm like I can't imagine just like never having a period of time Mm -hmm. of not of like being single and like getting to know myself like that's just like such a different way to like come of age yeah you know I go back and forth on this one because I try not to be judgmental of those people because Mm. I think part of it is probably a little bit of jealousy. Like, obviously, I <laughs> wish I could get it as much as they could. Yeah. But everyone, I think everyone in this world goes through things at different times in their life. Like, while they might be learning about themselves through these relationships, there might be a moment where they're like, okay, like, now I need to be alone. And it yeah. might just happen in a different order. Yeah. And that's totally okay. Um, But yeah, I definitely agree with you. Like, seeing, having had friends who were in bad relationships. Mm who kind of fell into this pattern where they wouldn't see anyone else and they were kind of losing themselves and then having going through a breakup and being like I don't know myself anymore that was a fear of mine yeah but now I realized that like it just turned into like an avoidant pattern Mm. so I was like okay you know what I'm gonna Mm. date I want to learn about myself in the context of others like so I did and then Paris I had a really a really fun time I was like, uh, I was like bacheloretting, you could say. Uh-huh. Um, so it was really this fun. past semester to give people context. Yeah, this yeah. past semester. So, so this is new for me. Like dating yeah. is really new. Also, just to I should have prefaced this episode with Mia literally kills the dating game, <laughs> no. and I like I need to take a page. No, seriously, I need to take a page out of your book because you're just like so, like open and like the best way and like willing to like meet new people and like you said discover things about yourself through new people I really like admire yeah. it I think the goal isn't to like end up with a boyfriend mm-hmm. I think I am ready for a relationship just because I've I don't know I, I feel really secure in my relationship with myself and I yeah. I feel like I've done a lot of work that I think I can now say that I've like developed a more secure attachment style it probably makes your dating life better oh a hundred percent such good relationship with even, yourself even the difference between like how i'm doing dating now and how i did it even if it was like super mm. for like a short moment in my freshman year yeah. it is such a game changer now i'm having fun well that's the I'm thing is it should myself. be fun yeah. like i feel so, like i always forget that but yeah, it should be fun it, it no it has been really fun even the weirdos like with the weirdos <laughs> which let me tell you they have yeah. a bunch of them i think right now i the goal for me it, it is about self-discovery it's not really about like needing someone like i've realized yeah. i'm so happy being single yeah. also being single is overrated like guys guys have a do a good job of like um you know like uh celebrating that championing yeah the yeah. single life but well, i think I it's different like, it's a different experience for yeah men and women most of the time yeah. definitely but i think as just in general like as a woman i feel like growing up i never heard how awesome it was to be single mm-hmm. no one talks about how fun it is wait but you think it is overrated though no, I don't. I think it's underrated for women. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I think okay. guys do a good job of recognizing for what it, it for what it is. Yeah. Um, you know, who knows if they do too good of a job, but yeah. <laughs> um, but I think like us girls, like, you know, we should be happier about it because yeah. Like, and I'm so lucky. I have great friends. I have all these things. I have passions. Like, yeah. I don't. My life is full without someone, and now mm. that I'm dating, I'm having fun, and it's 
about me. Um, yeah. And I only would let someone into my life if I felt like they added something to it. Yeah. So, and and, I, and it's really helpful because I don't put up with any bullshit. You really don't. That's yeah. another thing I really <laughs> yeah. admire about you. Yeah. So if anything's like off, like I think a couple of years ago, I would have let it slide if mm. I really liked the guy. But even if, if I like the guy, like I'm like, you know what? This isn't going to work for me in the long term. So I'm just going to cut it yeah. off. It's so natural for us to like make excuses for people or 100%. like ignore red flags. A hundred percent. Um, but before we, like, get into all of that, like, why don't we start about, like, are you on the apps, or are okay. you? <laughs> Megan's, like, making faces at me, she's like, ugh. Um, well, yeah, like I said, ever since I moved to New York, I have been on them, but what's so funny is I literally, like, I wish I could, like, examine, like, go back and examine why I did this, but when I first moved to New York, like I said, I was 20, I used to, like, make an account and, like, be on it say like a tinder account or whatever Mm -hmm. be on it for like five days and then i would delete my entire account and then the next day be like oh i want to go back on and make a new (laughs) one like over and over again i've been there i would have to swipe through all of the same people that i had already swiped through and like maybe talked to and i'm like why do i keep deleting this and then remaking it but i would just like get overwhelmed or like i'd be like oh i don't want that but then a day would go by and i'd be like oh, like, I kind of miss it a little bit, and then I would make it again. I th- I think it's honestly because, you know, men in New York are fucking scary. Yeah. Every I, every man on a dating app, no matter if they're cute or not, they look like an evil genius. <laughs> like, they just do. Like, whatever, you know, yeah. cute, evil genius, ugly, evil well, genius. Also, like, like, I think I was just, like, it was overwhelming because I was, like, all I know about these people is what they look like. Yeah. And so I, I don't think of myself as, like, um, like a shallow person. Yeah. But I think you naturally become more shallow when you're on an app because it's, like, if I meet someone in real life, maybe they're not, like, physically exactly who I would picture myself with. But I'm, like, they have so many redeeming qualities that I'm attracted to. Yeah. Versus on an app, I end up being, like, super picky and just, like, looks space. And I don't really like being that way you know like I feel you 100% because it's like at the end of the day like yeah someone could be like super hot but it's like are you actually gonna like have compatible personalities exactly it's so hard to tell I think dating apps is one of those things that you just have to either be all in or not at all yeah and that was the thing is I wasn't all in I would delete my accounts whatever and then I kind of was like you in the sense that like I went through phases where I just like didn't want to mess with them at all like Mm -hmm. months I would go would go by and I just wouldn't go on them now I I definitely like go on them but like sometimes I do find myself being like I'm literally only on here right now because I'm bored you know and like that's not a good reason Mm -hmm. to be on there just be like mindlessly swiping on strangers because you're like bored um I think like I think like the app fatigue is just so real Mm -hmm. And you just get to the point where you're like, what am I even, like, doing on here? And it's kind of like, then you get your hopes up. Like, say you match with someone who you really like. And for some reason, they either, like, don't respond or, like, it fizzles out or whatever. Like, you just, like, end up, like, feeling so bad about yourself. But it's like, this person doesn't even know you. So it's like, it really is nothing personal. Like, when I first moved to New York, I matched with someone and then, like, started, like, a texting relationship with them or whatever. And I, like none of us had like human interaction at that point so yeah. I feel like it was so easy to like connect like online. someone or yeah. connect with someone online like someone you had never met and I ended up like 
really being like, oh my God, I like this person. And then he like just didn't end up being like who I thought he was going to be. You guys met in real life. No, we never met in real life. That was the craziest thing is I was like, I was always the kind of girl that would like watch Catfish on like MTV (laughs) and be like, these people are crazy. You can't meet someone online and have feelings for them. But like I had such a crush on this guy and then I ended up getting my feelings hurt so bad to the point where like it would be months later and I would still be thinking about it. Oh, wow. And it's like, I never met this person in real life. So it's so easy for you to like fantasize about them and like make them into this perfect person in your head and be like I lost out on like the perfect guy but it's like no he just never was that person and like you don't know that because you never met him and like I think I went through a period where I was like trying to come to terms with that yeah and that was like hard um but again like I said those were such different times because like everyone was just like talking online and stuff and I think just in general like our dating culture is so interesting in New York you mean in general, I mean, I don't really, I mean, I haven't dated everywhere ever. Like, you know, so, oh, yeah. but in New York or, I don't know. Yeah, in New York. Yeah. Um, I think our culture lacks a lot of respect. Hmm. Like, I don't understand why ghosting is so normal. Oh my God, I know. <laughs> like, it's so weird. We should I do almost, a whole episode just on I that, know, I know, I, I just, I get the impression that people think you really need to like someone to be able to respect them but I don't and like we're not treating each other like humans which is understandable because there's such a disconnect when you're talking well we're just treating each other like photos at the end of the day yeah yeah like I I think for me first of all I don't save numbers in my phone until they're like an actual figure in my life (laughs) yeah yeah so that's just that's a first of all like they're not even a human being (laughs) until like I put them in my contact they're just a number um and then like on the apps like it's just like who even is this person like I couldn't even tell you who I've like matched with yeah because to me it's just like an avatar almost and I I don't remember because I haven't like met them and interacted with them so it's it's really weird um ghosting is horrible yeah I have done it to people which is not nice but I think nowadays I really try like not to do that because I'm like I know how badly that can like hurt and make you feel like insecure about yourself yeah it is just an awful thing to do to someone and honestly I think it comes from the fact that like so I I, I've thought about it a lot because I I ghosted someone I probably ghosted someone once or twice Uh and then after that I was like you know what I'm gonna send paragraphs and everyone thinks at first everyone thinks like oh my god like you really send a paragraph after Uh every time you don't want to see someone and I'm like they asked to see me again I will tell them straight up I'm not gonna waste their time you're so good at that you really are (laughs) just because I respect them just just because they they're not for me it doesn't mean that they're not a human like they're a human being with feelings a hundred percent and I think it's just so easy like a ghost like it's not it's not really closure for them like Mm -hmm. if you if I'm ghosted by someone you have I, no closure, and that's the worst thing. I still continue to think about them, and my energy is still being wasted on on them, yeah. and I'm aware of that. Yeah. So it's not that I'm like I'm. I have this importance. Like yeah. it's not like I think I'm so important that I need to tell them that mm. I'm not interested. And I think that's why people don't ghost. Gotcha. Is because they're afraid of making themselves important. Mm. It's almost like I don't want to be too cocky, so I'm just not going to say anything at all. Yeah. 
But I think it is so much better when you're like, I respect you. I don't want to waste your time. Like, I don't see this going anywhere, but I wish you the yeah, best. Such a more respectful way to do yeah, something. Yeah, and you know what? If I've gotten that, I've never gotten that before. Yeah. Um, but I've sent a lot of them. Yeah, no, I respect um, it. And every time I get a nice response, hey, yeah. I really appreciate this. Thanks yeah. so much. You well, know, I, I think, like, any situation where I've been left, like, feeling hurt is because I don't have closure. Right. Like, that, that like, the situation I was just talking about with the guy I met online, like, mm-hmm. I just felt like I had no closure for the situation, so that's why I was still thinking about it months later. Yeah. I think closure is, like, the best gift that you can give someone. Transparency. It's not yeah. even closure. Like, I was yeah. talking about this with someone the other day, and my theory is, you know how guys are, like, girls get attached so fast, mm-hmm. like, all of these things, like... Yeah. The stereotypes. I think that the reason why people get attached is when you're like, you know, when you're not being transparent. Mm. Because then they they don't see everything clearly and they make up this idea of you and then they like hold on to that. Whereas if you tell them straight up, hey, I'm not interested in doing this. Hey, I just want to let you know. You become an actual person. You become an actual person. You're communicating to them and they can see you for who you really are. And then they can make a proper decision a decision on whether they want want to proceed to proceed yeah. yeah and so i think i have a theory that if like we were all honest with each other there and we weren't playing games you know then things would be so much things would happen much more smoothly yeah um because i think it's like and, and we can talk about the chase and all that but it's not really the chase it's like the oh uncertainty god. oh my god i'm you know this episode is like exposing all of my <laughs> toxic traits because i yeah, I think, like, I've been someone who is totally, like, sometimes I think I like someone, but mm-hmm. it's just because they're, like, seem unavailable in the moment in some way. And then it's, like, once you get, quote-unquote, what you want, you don't want it anymore. Right. And, like, I do recognize that that is a very, like, toxic thing. I'm, I think it's totally normal, and I've yeah. been there. When trying to work on it. When there's a hole and and in the fabric that you're looking at, like, you're just gonna f- try to fill it up. Totally. You know? And when you fill it out, it's gonna be your your idea of what's supposed to be there. And so then you're yeah. looking at this fabric with, like, a filled out hole that you made yourself, and you're just yeah. looking at a reflection of yourself. Yeah. And who you want to be with. So, it, it's, like... It is, like, a crazy thing, but we do, like, all kind of tend to yeah, do Yeah. I think when in dating, like, it's really important to find this, like, consciousness. Yeah consciousness and like intention is Mm. really important behind dating totally like why you're going on dates like what you're doing well that was like when i was talking about like now like that i'm a little bit older i'll like be swiping on an app and recognize like i don't think i'm like doing this like intentionally Mm -hmm. you know like i just like should like exit off of this because i'm not in the mindset right now to like actually put good energy forward like when doing this yeah and i definitely think it has to be like something you're ready for yeah like dating like i don't think it should be like dilly-dallying like totally it's just like busy work or at least personally you know what everyone's different i can't even say that you see a work in progress podcast (laughs) i i it's not an advice thing but i think for me when i was like all right i'm gonna start dating that's when it like clicked for me and it was the most enjoyable yeah and now um now i am dating and and I'm dating, like, I'm going on, okay, I'm going, I'm not dating, but, like, or I am dating, but I'm going on dates with, like, different people. Yeah. And I think that's also a really valuable experience because... It's going to be different with every person. First of all, when you connect with someone, it's going to be different every time. Yeah. Like, you're not going to 
take the same qualities from yeah one person and get the same in the next yeah um but another thing that's really interesting is seeing like multiple people at the same time and i'm not saying like go and have sex with everyone like yeah. whatever um Unless and you if you want, want to, to. <laughs> yeah if you want to go yeah. have fun with it um i think it helps a lot in like that sort of clarity that we were talking about mm. that we kind of need in dating this like consciousness uh-huh. um because when you're dating multiple people they all treat you a certain way and you, not to be like oh like compare them and mm-hmm. like it's a competition but it's nice to know when you have things lined up like side by side you can really feel like what feels better than the other yeah and not to compare it to like trying beds like in a mattress <laughs> firm but like we have to figure out what you don't yeah. want in order to figure out what you do just as like with everything in life and i think it helps you be like okay it helps you it helps you not let things slide. Yeah. And I think one of my one of the things I really that made me feel shitty about dating at the beginning was that I would let things slide. Yeah. Because I was scared of not finding the next person and that's another thing. You also don't know any better, I feel yeah. like sometimes. You don't. And and I think connection is such a sensitive topic because mm. I think our generation especially so deeply wants to connect. Oh, yeah. But we have such a hard time doing it. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because of COVID or if because we're finally talking about mental health and mm-hmm. there's so many deep down, like, buried things that we still have to deal with at this young age. Yeah. Um, well, I took a class. I feel like I definitely told you this. Um, what was it? So I took a class in the fall semester that was all about, like, the history of hooking up and dating on oh, college yeah, campuses. Yeah. Literally, like, one of the best classes I ever took in college. So fascinating. We would just have, like, so many eye-opening conversations. And I remember we, like, in one class, my teacher was kind of, like, giving a presentation about how um, there are, like, studies that have been done. Mm -hmm. Like, particularly since COVID. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, like, the thing is, like, the amount of people that were, like, quote-unquote hooking up during COVID was less. Because it just wasn't, like, safe. Um, but since COVID, there's, like, all these studies that have been done that people our age think that everyone around us is hooking up all the time, but the reality is that they're not, like, as much, and that people now, after the pandemic, crave emotional connection. Yeah. Like, more than physical a lot of the time, and it was really fascinating because then we had a group discussion, and everyone's like, yeah, I do kind of always think that everyone around me is hooking up and I get insecure about it. Yeah. But we're all thinking that at the same yeah. time. It's like, yeah, some people are, but not everyone. I think also something that our generation has a hard time with, and, and it's being talked about more, but I still feel like there's a wall, mm. is vulnerability. Yeah. Like sh- being yourself, showing yeah. yourself. And I one of my dating theories, um, and this is just something I've like thought about, just like while examining myself Mm -hmm. I think when you start dating it's really natural for you to want to just please the other person and get them to like you because I think it's scary to put yourself out there and be like okay like here I am here I am well this relates back to our last episode when we were talking about how we both kind of grew up being people pleasers yeah so it applies to this situation as well and that's something I was struggling with at the beginning because it wasn't about like whether I liked them it was about whether they liked me yeah and that's a shift in mindset that I got to change which is really awesome and and i'll explain to you like what 
my thought process behind it, uh-huh. I realized that the most exhausting and like, yeah, devastating part about dating was, you know, censoring myself at the beginning and almost being like, okay, like I want this guy to like me. So I'm going to show him all these in quotes, good parts about me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to like, the most attractive you know, it's going to be stand up hour. Like yeah. I'm going to, you know, do my little bit. Yeah. Um, and when it didn't work after that, I was always like, why do I feel so fucking devastated? Mm. You know, it wasn't that deep. It was never that serious. Why do I feel so awful? Yeah. And I thought about it. It was because like, and this is, this is my theory. And you can, let me know what you think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought about it and I was like, you know, that whole time I was censoring myself I was, you know, picking the right wording when I was texting. Like, I was sending him things at the right time. Like, everything was a little bit, like, more, like, calculated. Mm -hmm. Um, I I didn't show too much of myself here, not too much of myself there. I dressed a certain way. Yeah. I think that when we try to show, present ourselves in this package, um... We don't. We're not showing all of ourselves. We're not we bringing, lose our authenticity. Yeah, yeah. You're, you, you're losing your authenticity, and you're not bringing your entire self to the to the table. Mm-hmm. So when it doesn't work out, you subconsciously like you feel like shit because subconsciously, you're 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 thinking like, oh, I only showed them this like curated part of me, mm-hmm. and they didn't even like that. Yeah. So how could anyone love the entire thing? Mm -hmm. Whereas when I, like, shifted my mindset, I'm like, I'm just going to be myself. Like, I don't care what I'm wearing. Like, I'm just going to show up. Like, I'm going to do my thing. You know, and if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Like, I don't want someone who doesn't like who I am, like, fully the first time they meet me. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to, like, I don't want it to be, like, a lead up to see who I am type of thing. Like, it's like, I'm going to come as I am. This is me. And if you like that, you like that. And I'm not going to wait around and see if... It's like, and it isn't, I don't want it to be, I have to think about it. Totally. So I started doing that and now I'm like, you know what? They don't like me for all of me. And the all of me is the person that my friends love, my family loves. Like, yeah, that is the person that I love and that I celebrate and that everyone around me celebrates. Totally. So it's their loss. Oh my God. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it and, is. And, and when I changed that mindset, it was like. Well, I think it's so easy for us to, like, look at our friends and be, like, for me to be, like, Mia's so awesome. Yeah. I love her for all these parts of her, so that guy's an idiot and it's his loss. But then when it's ourselves, we can't treat ourselves like how we treat our friends a lot of the time. And you have to. And I think that's so valid. And I've also been trying to adopt that, like, I mean, like, just kind of taking everything into account that we've been talking about. I think when I think back to that, like, 20-year-old Megan that had just moved to New York – she thought she was, like, ready to, like, mm-hmm. date people and, like, maybe be in a relationship or whatever. But I look back and I'm, like, you still had, like, a lot of lessons to learn and a lot of, like, individual growing to do. And I'm so happy that I had that time in my life. Mm-hmm. Even though it was a difficult time with, like, everything going on with, like, school was online, like, all yeah. this stuff. I grew so much as a person and I got to know myself. And, like, even through, like, the painful situations of, like... Mm-hmm being ghosted or whatever it was it's like I grew through that and so Mm -hmm. now I think I view things in such a different light I'm not as scared of the whole concept of dating like yeah yeah, it still can be like a scary thing but like in like it's not like 
a ne- like we were saying before, it's not negative. It should be fun. And yeah. you should get to put yourself, like all of yourself in front of someone and maybe they like it and maybe they don't. But at the end of the day, you go home and you do think like yeah. it is important to like, you know, obviously it can hurt a little bit if someone doesn't like you, but it is important to be like there are people in this world who love me for me. And just because someone, like, isn't completely into you doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It just means that you weren't a good match. Right. And what if you don't like them? Exactly. Well, and that's I, the thing. Yeah, like, we, we don't, don't even think, think about, about that. that. Like, and, and, and I found in, like, my dating experience. It's yeah. Like, that's honestly what's been happening most We're of the time. We're so focused on whether someone likes us that we don't even be like, oh, I don't like that about that yeah. person. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I know. So it's so funny because, like, then you actually start to apply yourself and then you're like, oh, yeah. wait, I was scared to not like someone else and, like, them, you know. Like, I know. So, and it's also one of those things that's, like, it's never, it's never personal. No. Um, well, because that's the thing is I try to think about, like, the times where, like, I, like, ghosted someone yeah. or whatever and I'm like, it really didn't have anything to do with them. It just had to do with where I was, like, yeah, mentally or, like, in my life. And so, like, it is hard when it's flipped on us to try to not take things personally. But a lot of the time, it has so much more to do with the other person. And, and it may be, like, personalized and, like, they're not into you, which is totally fine. You. Yeah. But it has nothing to do about it. Someone it's not your worth. Will be into it's you. not a reflection yeah. of your worth. Of your worth. Yeah. And that was something that I learned. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. I had to, like, learn that for, like, a while. I'm still learning it now. Yeah. And we will continue to learn yeah. it. Yeah. Like, this is – and we're going to look back, like, three years from now and look at this. I know. Listen to this and be like, whoa. Little did they know. I know. Um, But, yeah, it, it, it's such an interesting thing. And, like, just being, like, on both ends, the, the part about – the part of either – you know, getting the other person's approval and then vice versa, like going mm-hmm. into a date and being like, fuck, <laughs> this guy's weird. Like, yeah. I want to leave right now. That's like, <laughs> like the worst thing ever is when you're like already too deep in it. So you either you have a couple of choices. You can either sit through the date and yeah. kind of like suffer through it and then go your separate ways or you can make an excuse to leave. Yeah. Um, I honestly sit through the date. Yeah. That's my advice to everyone. Not even like... Obviously, if it's you're in danger. Leave. Oh my god, yeah, that's different. But I think also another part of dating, and and one of the parts that makes it not so discouraging when this happens is that you're collecting stories. Yeah. Like, oh my god. don't I you want to be horrible stories? Yeah, don't you want to be old and like be able to tell your kids like, ah, uh, like you know, like before I met your father, like yeah. I was like, you know, I I want to be that like kind of old mature lady. Yeah. Um, so I think just, like, entertain yourself. You know, when you're mm-hmm. on a bad day, like, be like, how can I make this so entertaining? Play talk show host. Yeah. Because you're going to have to be the talk show host most of the time. Because it's yeah. so weird, like, in the city. Like, no one likes to ask questions. <laughs> or at least that's... That's, I think, one of the worst things is when you're on a date with someone and yeah. they don't ask you a single thing about Honestly. yourself. And you're like, am I interviewing you? Or, yeah. like, what's going on? I know. I feel like I end up being talk show host, like, most of the time. Yeah. Which I think a lot of women end up being the talk show host. Yeah. Like, that's a generalization, but I just have heard that from, like, other friends, too, that, like, yeah, that's what it tends to And, tends I, to and I think maybe it's because we spark conversations that they wouldn't have with their guy friends. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a little bit of excitement about, there. Like, yeah. um, but 
either way, I think, I think what else, something else we could talk about is like, I guess the loneliness that does come from like pursuing dating because there, yeah. that is a thing. I, there are times when I come back from a date and most of the time it's not what I want. Like you feel worse than you did before you not went? Not necessarily or... worse. I just feel like, oh, like, and, and this is, and this is just a feeling. It's not concrete. Um, it'll like, it, it just like flows through me and then I'm mm. fine. But I'm like, this is kind of hard. Like, will I ever connect with anyone? Totally. I mean, going on, like, a quote-unquote bad date can be, like, really and not upsetting. Even, not even bad. It doesn't just have like to you be bad. Click. Most of the time, it's not bad. It's yeah. just, like, he's not for me. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is, like, it's, like, okay, this is, like, a little metaphor I'm going to use. is like, mm-hmm. say you go shopping mm-hmm. and you have to try on, like... <laughs> or, like, objectifying, like, every man out there. <laughs> no, like, you have to try on, like, 15 different, like, shirts before you find the one that you like. It's really hard to, like, it, not give up. Yeah. You know? To be, like, these, there's nothing wrong with these shirts. They just weren't for me. But they made me feel more tired, more exhausted, more upset with myself and like there is a good one coming for you that's meant for you but the more that you have to go through that aren't for you it just like it's exhausting 100 percent. it's so discouraging i've definitely been there like in the changing room being like fuck i'm leaving literally (laughs) like even though there will eventually come something that like makes you feel wonderful but like this is also making me think and something i wanted to talk about like while we still have the time left Mm -hmm. is I also think it needs to be more normalized for people to, like, never have been in relationships. Yeah, definitely. When I knew we were doing this episode, like, that was something I was thinking about. Because, like, Mia and I both have never been in a relationship. And, like, sometimes, like, I get, like, mixed reactions from people when they find out about that. And it's not like I'm going around just telling people that. Like, if it comes up in conversation. Right. People will be like, what? Like, and they'll be like, why? And I think that's such an odd question to ask someone because it's just like well it's not only my decision like it's kind of like a two-person thing here like I've just never personally met someone who like we both wanted to be in a relationship with one another at the same time like I was working on a film set last summer and this guy who was like I think like he was like 12 years older than me um on like the last day of filming was like you really need to start thinking about like why you've never been in a relationship before. And I was like, how inappropriate. Excuse me. <laughs> like, wait, what? Are you my father? Like, no. And, and my even parents if you are worried. Were, yeah, my parents are worried. Like, <laughs> like no, but seriously, like they're like, what? But my I was also been like, that's two such a rude thing to say to someone. And he meant yeah. it. And like, he like meant it in his own little twisted like positive way where he's like you are like great so like why do you hold yourself back from like being in a relationship but I'm like also like so backhanded I was 22 like why are you acting like it's such a crazy concept and such a negative thing like I've just taken time in my life to like get to know myself and like now like because I've done that work I'm much more open to a healthy relationship than I ever have been but I just, like, don't like the negative connotation around it because it's, like, that just makes people feel, like, shitty and, like, unloved or something, which is so not the case. Like, yeah. it just hasn't, like, aligned for them yet. Like, I just think it's odd how, like, people are so shocked. Like, it's, like, I don't know. It's just seen as such a negative thing. 
I think it goes back to like I don't know there's too much um, there's I think we're traumatized literally it's like don't be in too too many relationships but don't be in too never have not been in any yeah yeah um I think it's really about like following yourself listening to yourself that's the biggest oh, part gut. like i'd yeah. rather like never have been in a relationship than have been in like an awful one that like yeah. wasn't right yeah i i think it's just and it's about your own path i think we really have to stop being like you should do this you should do that and that's another reason why we don't want to be in an advice podcast i have because, no like reason to give anyone any yeah. advice. but but the reality of it is we're all on different life paths and yeah things happen in different orders and like you're your own individual person like you don't need to have things happen for you exactly at the same yeah. time as other people yeah. and that's something I had to learn because like I used to be very insecure about it like I think once I turned 21 I was kind of like wow like I can't believe I've never been in a relationship before I have friends who have been in like multiple ones but it's like at the end of the day like they're different people like I don't yeah. know it's like that's something I had to learn kind of the hard way is like your life is not going to look exactly like someone else's, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Mm-mm. And, you know, like, it doesn't mean that you're going to have less or more or mm. nothing at all, you know? Yeah. I, I just think that – I think one of the biggest lessons about life that I guess I could relate to, to dating is um, be, like, conscious and be, like, present and where you are. Mm-hmm. Because the minute you feel like you have a lack, like, life becomes so unpleasant. Appreciate what you have. Like, honestly, and that's such a, like, a cliche. Well, like, you have something to bring to the table that no one else has exactly the same. And I think the minute you're like, I am where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. And, like, I mean, there are going to be days that are, like, lonely or there are going to be days where, like, you think about someone from six months ago or whatever and like those tough times are gonna happen but I definitely think like if we can give any sort of advice it's Mm -hmm. just like try to like love yourself and recognize that like you're valuable and there's people in your life who love you no matter what and like those people will always be there whether you go on a bad date Mm -hmm. whether someone ghosts you whether someone rejects you like Mm -hmm doesn't change the fact that you're someone who deserves love and has love in their life and who's when you get home from that bad date or you get rejected who's more important the people who are there and know you and love you for who you are or the The random guy on the street that you like you know like wish I feel like for me like I would just be like I would want myself to just be like you know what I wish them the best Mm -hmm. wasn't for me I wasn't for them and that's okay. We can go our separate ways. Hopefully we learn something from yeah. each other in this hour or so that we were together that we can take into our next date or take into our next relationship that makes us a better person. And yeah. like, I think that at the end of the day is kind of what the core of dating is, is right. like just becoming a better person, yeah. learning more about yourself, making other people be better people. Like whether there's someone you met one time yeah. or someone you dated for six months, like we all leave impacts on each other like that's like the human experience is like we have effects on each other definitely and and on that note like maybe the way we can end the episode is like what is one thing you want to from this point on Mm -hmm. do differently when it Mm -hmm. comes to dating that's such a good question do you want to go first 
Um, yeah, I guess I could go first. Well, I've definitely been putting into practice, like, being kind of, like, evaluating them and not evaluating mm-hmm. me during the date. Mm. Um, so that I'm going to continue to try and practice more. Yeah. Because that is hard. Like, it, yeah. it, it's super hard. It's so natural for us to want to please the other person. But I guess something I want to do differently is have more natural interactions. Mm. Like, I don't feel... Like, I want to... I'm going to start... Well, I, I actually did. The other day at the Guggenheim, I asked a guy out, but he was oh, in yeah. Italy. And he was leaving the next day, but it would have been really fun. Yeah. Um, but ask to ask have more in-person interactions. Yeah. Because I think that's a better way, you know, you know if, if they're with friends and you know what kind of environment they like to hang out in. and Totally. I don't know. I think I shouldn't be afraid of, like, being rejected, like, in person. Yeah. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. You just say no or yeah. they're not single or whatever. Yeah. I agree. I want to also do that. I want to, like, not be afraid to, like, go up to people and, like, <laughs> like just be more open. I think that, for me, is the biggest thing is just being more open to new experiences and new people and recognizing that, like, it's okay to bring all of myself to the table, mm-hmm. like we were talking about. I mean, you don't need to show, like, your whole fucking backstory, like, to right. someone that you're just meeting, but, like, not hiding any parts of yourself, I think is something I really want to, like, continue to improve upon. Um, And yeah, like we said, like, you go up to someone, you're like, hey, I think you're really cute. Or you see someone do something, you're like, hey, I think you're really interesting. Spread the list. Like that, I would be like complimented if someone said that to me. So it's like, at the end of the day, like, yeah, you might be rejected, but like, good for you you for putting yourself out out there. Also, it's all about the energy. Yeah, spread the fucking love. Yeah. For real. Um, All right. I think that's it for today. Yeah, I think that's a good place to wrap up. Okay, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.